Brick and Mortar Reporter, episode 135. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and I'm your host as always. And I am so appreciative of you taking the time to spend a few minutes with me today talking about business and the things we can do to improve our business and thereby improve our lives. Now, before I get started today, you know it's that time. Let's talk about our sponsor. Team Podcast is a brand new service that's come out for all-inclusive podcast support for one monthly fee. So if you have a podcast or if you are planning on starting one and it's a great thing to start to support your local business, Team Podcast can help you with all of those support tasks and give you a great low monthly fee. So rather than nickel and diming you for every single thing you need, and rather than you having to manage six or seven or eight virtual assistants, Team Podcast does it all for you, and all you have to do is deal with your account manager who knows your podcast and what you want and what you need. So it simplifies the whole process, but the point is to free up your time to create great content on your podcast. So go to teampodcast.com today. Introductory pricing is in effect. And once you go there, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Teampodcast.com. Now, today I wanted to talk to you about one of the things that could be considered, well, let's say it could be considered a thorn in your side, but it's also the very lifeline and the, the lifeblood of your business. And it's, let's talk about your customers. Um, I struggle with this because it is a double-edged sword. And I know the frustration that some customers can be, <laughs> some customers can be. And some, you know, some industries um, really have customers that are just not going to be easy to deal with. But what I wanted to talk about, what aspect I wanted to talk about is um, how we treat our customers. And I have spent the last 25 years, although I'm only 29. Um, I've spent the last 25 years plus in customer relations and managing customer relations for different companies. And that means handling everything from fixing a problem for a customer to just letting them vent to uh, being the voice of the apology for the company. Many times, we didn't do anything wrong. Many times, the customer's perception was that we did something wrong. So even though we didn't do anything wrong, we still had to apologize. And I've had to do that again and again and again. So I know how difficult it is to be raked over the coals by a customer and at the same time turn around and have to be nice to that customer. I've done it for years and years and years. And um, I've also been a customer. And I've seen terrible customer service. And it's... It's amazing to me sometimes that some businesses can survive despite that. I know we keep seeing certain companies in the news. We keep seeing Comcast in the news. And I actually happen to be here in Florida, a Comcast customer. And you see where uh, some rogue rep somewhere in one of their call centers continues to replace people's names with uh, 
expletives after having a less than desirable interaction with that customer. And then the bill goes out to the customer addressed to um, that expletive. And uh, what a tragedy. I mean, what a tragedy for customer relations for that company. And the, the harm that it does to their reputation is really just irreparable. I mean, you can have a lot of customers that say, I love Comcast. I've never had a problem with them. But when you see all this high profile media on these few incidents, you what you realize is that your entry level employees, which is what those people are that are, that are doing this, those entry level employees have the ability to take down your company by the way they treat your customers. And, um, you know, it's I, I'm in a unique situation out on the pier because um, Anyone on the pier could potentially be my customer. I don't really know who they are. Um, Sometimes they'll walk by my booth three or four times and not be my customer and then come back later and they will be my customer in a different scenario. They've decided they're thirsty and they want to get something to drink or they're hungry. And so um, I don't know who my customer is going to be because I don't have a door for them to walk through. Um, Like a normal brick and mortar, they're, they're just right there all around me. And the interesting thing is, is that I'm so accessible to them that um, they could ask me where the restroom is or where they can buy a bottle of water. And how I handle that interaction can determine whether or not they're going to be a customer later on. You know, some people walk by and, and, uh, you know, are skeptical and asking questions. And I've never heard of this. What are you doing? Are you sure it's safe? Are you, you know, and they they go on and on and on. And it's just frustrating. It's like, lady, do you think I would be out here selling ice cream that's going to kill people? No, of course I'm not. It's, it's, you know, good stuff. But you you feel like you're put on the defensive by these customers. But how you interact can determine whether they are going to come back and be a customer or not. And so these interactions are very, very important. And I don't know how many of you have businesses or are in what you would consider a tourist area or a tourist district, or maybe you want to set up a business in a tourist district. And it's very um, interesting because in the situation I'm in, every other person that is around me that is a vendor is also a reflection on me. And um, there was a situation, uh, I'll I'll be honest with you, there was a situation last night where another um, peer of mine uh, treated customers very badly in a very public way. It was the most blatant uh, display of disrespect and vulgarity that I have ever seen in a public place to a customer. Now, I've heard about them online. I think... um, You know, there's some places, there's that, I think it's Amy's Baking Company out in Arizona or something like that. that They're famous for having, uh, you know, swearing at their customers and that sort of thing. And and for some reason, they're still able to be in business. But um, whenever, you know, something like this happens, it it really breaks my heart. Because um, I don't know how much you know about Key West, but Key West is a, one of the coolest places to live. And the official or official or unofficial uh, logo or, or phrase, mantra, so to speak, of Key West is one human family. That means we come from all different backgrounds, all different people everywhere, but the one thing we have in common is that we're all human, and that makes us one human family. 
which should be stronger than any of the other barriers between, you know, our color, our race, our sex, or whatever else that could divide us, the fact that we're all human together. And so there's that unity, and that's the, that's the part that really um, we like to focus on. And you see that so much in Key West. Oh, my gosh, it's such a giving town. The problem is when a tourist comes through an area that is known for its tourism, and known to be the place to be and be seen on every single night at sunset, like we're at every night at sunset. And then there is a display like that was was exhibited last night. Not only does it put a damper on people's experience at sunset, which is where I am, they're going to be less likely to want to come back. But what does it say to them about the rest of the city of Key West? You know, anytime you're in a tourist industry, you have got to have... The, the you know those customers are your lifeblood and they're they're your next meal and you have got to treat them in that way and love having them and when you get to a point where you resent your customers when you get to a point where you feel a hostility toward your customers it is time to hang up your business it is time to pack it in and go home because you will only frustrate yourself, you will only hurt your customers, and not only that, you will only hurt the businesses around you. And um, it's important, you know, if you're in a tourist district or you're even in a, you know, if you're even in a uh, situation building-wise where you are directly uh, attached and in a strip section or strip mall uh, or in close proximity to other businesses that don't uphold your same standards of integrity and your same standards of customer service, it can be a reflection on you. Um, people don't like to come back to places where they've had a bad experience. And so if you're right next door to a place where people are continually having bad experiences, then the likelihood that your business will be patronized is very, very small. And people avoid that and so it affects you and it affects the people around you um, even though you aren't the one that commits the sin so to speak and the transgression against the customer is not being treated um, with respect and dignity and so um, there's a lot of things that that could be done obviously to uh, rectify a situation but you know what eventually happens is the customer speak the market determines who survives and who doesn't and if you're continually doing bad customer service at your business then you will probably not survive it's funny there's um not in, in key west there's not a lot of choices for like you there's not like a dry cleaner on every corner and, um, you know, there's not like 30 different um, laundromats or, you know, there, there's just not that, that volume of places to choose from. So in the town, you might have one or two, possibly even three, other than restaurants, you know, just a few businesses that you can choose uh, from to transact certain types of business. Uh, and, and it depends on what it is, but you don't have a lot of choice. And so it surprises me, I heard not too long ago, um, there was one of my friends talking about how he had taken his tuxedo. And for those of you that don't know, even though QS is a casual, eccentric town, we have a lot of dress-up events, not even just dress-up as informal, but um, costumes as well. And so there is a need 
for dry cleaning, even though you're not doing it in your regular <laughs> your regular business attire uh, on a daily basis. There are times whenever you're needing that, and you're going to be um, sorry about that. A boat's going out, so. But if you if you live in Key West, you're going to need a dry cleaner from time to time because you're going to have these costumes and and formal wear that you're going to need dry cleaned. And a guy was telling me he had this really expensive tuxedo, uh, you know, from a name brand designer, and he took it to the dry cleaners, and they, he got back the jacket only, didn't get back the pants. And apparently the dry cleaners had just been bought by a guy, and he couldn't get any resolution to the situation. He couldn't get anyone to acknowledge that they had lost his pants or given it to someone else or whatever they did with it. And he couldn't get the owner on the phone. And every time he tried to call the owner, he wouldn't get an answer. And when he tried to call the business, the business would say, oh, he's going to be here at 2. And then he would say, okay, well, I'll be there. So they would, he would go by there at 2 o'clock, and oh, no, he's not here. And it was just like a, you know, it's just like a cat and mouse game with this owner not acknowledging anything being done wrong with this situation and losing, you know, half of a, a $3,000 tuxedo. And... It's amazing to me. How do you stay in business when you do that kind of thing? And so what you have to realize is that you as the business owner, you completely set the tone for how your employees deal with customer service. If you if they see you talking badly about your customers, if they see you exhibiting kind of an attitude towards your customers of, you know, they're always going to complain or, you know, those snide remarks that we make whenever we get tainted a little bit, um, they will also take that. But it will be even more pronounced with them because they will be a reflection of you. And so it's really, really important for you to set the tone with your employees that your customers are anyone that you come in contact with. They're not just the people that buy. They're anyone that needs anything from you and from your establishment. That could be your customer. And you have to treat them like gold. It means talking to them. I joke on the pier that I tend to be the person that provides napkins to the entire pier because people come by all night long, and sometimes they don't even look at me, and they just take napkins out of my napkin holder. Well, then my customers come, and there's no napkins. But you know what? I'm not going to be the vendor that wants to yell at somebody because they're taking napkins without buying something. You know, at least every other week I have people come by, and they want cups, you have a cup I've got this leaking I've got this beer that I need to split between three people and we don't have cups and so before I know it I'm providing cups to people and I'm doing all this other stuff and is there a cost to it yeah there is a cost to it but is it worth is the cost I mean if me nickel and diming somebody for that kind of thing is it worth the goodwill that I could lose a customer over no it's not so I just go ahead and give it to them as goodwill and pay it forward and hopefully it will come back to me um it was sad for me last night to see customers being treated the way they were treated um, at the same time as a business owner that is also sharing the space and sharing the environment it's up to us to all create that environment that we want to be a pleasant place for people to come to I mean, it's one of those things where I know I just went through four months of very low-volume tourism and very low, you know, sales because we were in the off-season. Now we're starting the busiest part of our season, and to have somebody potentially do something that turns away customers and, and turns them off to our event, 
I take that personally. And so um, I have, there's, there's some course of action that I can take and I can speak up and let my voice be heard. And I will definitely take the time to do that. Uh, because if I don't, I'm not protecting my own business. And so um, these are these are challenges that you will run into. But many places, there's going to be associations, Main Street-type business associations, historic districts. Um, and if you find that somebody there is just continually doing something that is causing people to come in and complain to you, it is time to take action for your own preservation. You know, you can't just uh, overcompensate and be extremely kind to your customers. You've also got to hope that no other customers have a bad experience because you will be costing your district, your street, your main street, whatever you're set up in, you'll be costing them business. How we treat people is the core core of our business. It takes so much to acquire a customer. It takes, I, I couldn't even tell you um, the, the cost that goes in nationally to acquiring customers and there are even businesses where it not only takes a little bit of money to acquire a customer and there's businesses that it can take thousands of dollars to acquire that customer then you better hold on to them like you know like never before and love them so that they will never want to leave you when you have a high cost of customer acquisition, you have no choice but to provide good customer service. I have a low cost of customer acquisition because it's right in front of me. But what I do with my customers can also affect the person next to me and the person down the way. And um, it's something I have to guard with, guard all the time. And um, many times business owners do not effectively communicate, especially in small businesses. You might not have the, the policies all laid out. And let me also just say, while I'm talking about customer service, a customer doesn't care what your policy is. They just want the issue fixed. So don't don't ever let your policy be the determination of what your customer is going to going to hear and how you're going to resolve the issue. But your your employees need to know. They need to know that you will do whatever it takes to make the customer happy, even if it means you take a loss on that customer. It's worth it to take a loss on the customer because if you don't, they will take a loss on you. And they will put it out there and you will lose way more in goodwill over time than you will by just sucking it up and giving the customer what they want with a great attitude. Don't make them hold a gun to your head to get what's right and what's fair. And the thing about it is for small business, this day and age, customer service can be your competitive edge. Customer service is my competitive edge down at the pier. I'm friendly, I'm, you know, approachable, I'm Southern, and if people come to my booth, I'm going to talk to them, I'm going to interact with them, I'm going to cut up with them, I'm going to play with them, and I want them to leave there uh, feeling like they had a good time. There are some vendors who are not as chatty, who are not as talkative, who are not as approachable, and they might not have as good of experience, but customer service is going to be my competitive edge. Anything I can do to make a customer happy, I'm going to do it. And I would love to be able to demand that everyone do that, but I can't. I can only control a certain amount. But what I can have an impact on is how our customers as a whole are treated. And when you're in a tourist area, you have to protect and do whatever you can 
to build up just such a high esteem for those people that are spending their hard-earned dollars. These are people that have maybe saved for years to finally take a vacation, and they chose your destination to come on vacation and spend the money they have been setting aside. They might have done without a new car for two years in order to save money to come and be where you are. They might not take a vacation for the next three or four years because this is the only one that they're going to take for the next five years. And yet, sometimes they get mistreated and sometimes things don't happen the way they should. And we get to the point where we might resent the tourists. You can't do it. You cannot do it at all. So please make sure that your employees know that customer service is the most important thing you can provide. You've got to have a great product, but your customer service can supersede anything. And there's no reason that any customer should leave your establishment feeling as though they haven't been treated the way a customer should be treated. They are what makes your business. So really, really, really take it to heart and put down to your employee, entry-level employees, the bottom line and the benchmark that no customer will be treated poorly in your establishment. And then hold them to that. Because so many times people are allowed to treat customers a certain way, and I really don't even care what a customer does to you. You just kind of have to take it. A customer can cuss you out. Yeah. And if you tell them, sir, you're not necessary to use that language with me, what does it do? It's going to escalate. Just take it. Just sit there. Let them have their say. Let them say whatever they think they want to. And then try to fix it. It's not something everyone can do but it definitely needs to set the tone for how you deal with your customers and and treating them in a respectful way so make customer service your competitive edge you guys it's an easy thing to do Um, it's an easy thing to just really wow your customer because it's the bar for customer service is so low in this day and age oh my gosh it's terrible and it's easy to beat what everyone else is providing because their customer service standards are so low as well. So that's my rant for today. Um, And I will be, like I say, taking some courses of action that I have available to me to express my opinion um, to try to make sure that no tourist that ever visits Mallory Square is subjected to anything that would be uh, degrading and uh, inappropriate. And uh, I will be voicing my concern about that And hopefully we will all get to a point where we are all in harmony and in one mind of trying to preserve an event for not just the the reflection and the implication on our event, but also on our city. Because it doesn't take too many bad interactions and too many people talking about it before Key West is no longer a destination people want to come to. And I would hate for that to happen. So I have my responsibility is to take the action I can take and that I have available to me. So that's our talk for today, our customer service chat, something near and dear to my heart. And any business that I'm involved in will always have good customer service because I will not tolerate anything besides that. So make that your standard, make it your goal. And I also wanted to remind you again before I leave you, 
that this podcast is sponsored by Team Podcast. Team Podcast is an all-inclusive, one-stop shop for all of your podcast support services, whether it's writing show notes, doing audio editing, doing your social media graphics and uploading and scheduling and uh, web design, web development. All of those things can be done through Team Podcast for one low monthly fee. So go to teampodcast.com, check out what they're offering. Right now they do have introductory pricing, which is going to be lower than it will ever be anytime from now. So take advantage of it, teampodcast.com. You guys, thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you have a fantastic day. All right, thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local. 